Welcome back to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I'm Ricky. And I'm Sean. And we're back to talk about this week's story, pop culture and movies and whatever comes across our mind. First thing we want to talk about is uh, we have a hated movie trailer and YouTube's got the history to prove it. Sean, what is this I'm looking at? Oh yeah, the most disliked movie trailer in YouTube history. From what I understand, this received more dislikes than Twilight or Fifty Shades of Grey. This is the Ghostbusters remake, and it deserves every dislike it receives and one more. It is going to be horrible. Why? Why? Why would you? The ghosts look like they're out of Scooby Doo. Like seriously, where's Shaggy and Velma? They're gonna solve the mystery. It looks horrible. Well, let's look at that. So yeah, the, two uh, thumbs down in that trailer. The Ghostbusters movie, and I, I'm not looking forward to this movie, and here's why. The the studio came at me with, hey, we're going to take a love property, and we're going to gender swap it. That's a great idea. And I'm like, no, guys. <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, look. Uh, if I want a movie, if I want to watch a beloved movie, I'm going to watch a beloved movie the one I like. If you're going to use the history of that movie, you know, have a good story. And I don't care that the actors in the movie are all women. If if it makes sense, if that's... Don't come to me with your point is, we're going to do this and make it all women and make it work. Well, how about you come to me with a great story and a reason it's all women. I don't care that it's all women. That That's the big... Let me let me overstate that. I don't You're doing care. it just to do it, not because you have the proper story. Yes, yes. I want the great right. story. I, I don't care who the actresses or actors or whoever you've got. I don't care what they are. If it's a great story and you've got a great idea, present it to me. Let me judge it. That's fine. But don't come at me with an angle. Right. You, you want them to say, hey, we're doing a Ghostbusters remake. And here's the cool storyline, rather than saying, "Here's the Ghostbusters remake. We swapped sexes." Your your driving point is not the storyline. Your driving point is, "We swapped sexes." Check this out. Yeah, and I'm I'm not and I'm not being political here. I'm just being it, it's condescending to to do this. Uh, it's disingenuous to just say, "Here this is," and we've changed out all the roles. Because we want to be progressive. Well, being progressive is fine, but say, here's a great story, and give that to me, and I'll see that the characters are female, and let me judge that. But anyway, that's just my opinion. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I can totally follow that. That's no problem whatsoever. But, you know, I mean, I, I hate to hate that something, want something to bomb. I don't want a movie to just bomb. But this... Movie deserves to bomb. There's just there's lessons you have to learn when messing with certain movie series, and this is one. Just don't mess with Ghostbusters. It's uh you know it's sacred to the '80s kids. We already had Transformers defiled. We had well semi horrible Ninja Turtles defiled. I mean, what else got remade from the '80s movies? Footloose. Yeah. There, there's tons of yeah. But, but I'm just saying, they didn't even repackage it. or I don't know. I don't know. I don't want Well, that, they that, did try to repackage stupid. it. The, tra- um, the first trailer made it look like that it's connected 
to the original movies, and it it isn't there. I right, don't know but, what this studio is doing, but they're. You know, I don't understand. Lord. It's supposed to be the same universe. It's supposed to be the same universe. That, but it's not. That's that's exactly what that the, first. The no, trailer no, 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 no. starts that, off with no. I, it's I not. understand that. The, the The trailer starts out with thirty years ago, four friends did this, which makes you think the movie is going to be connected. It's telling the history of the uh, of the of the story, and that's no. not what it is. It's it's a redo, no. and uh, no. you know I I don't know what they're thinking. I've got another point about uh, yeah. Warner Brothers down the road that's going to be very similar to that, but that's that's another topic. Speaking of topics, let's move on to our yep. next idea. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse trailer dropped this week, the third trailer. Uh, you know, I was kind of hard on the first two trailers that come out. This one actually looks a little better. I'm... You know me. I'm sticking with my guns here. Uh, I don't. I don't think it looks okay. Wow. You, you still have a crappy storyline, but thanks for introducing Wolverine to it. You know, it, it's not. It's not the fact that, hey, check it out. Wolverine's going to be in our cool movie. No, it's that the fact that you're going to subject Wolverine to your horrid, weird-looking apocalypse. I just not going to get over the fact that. You know, the Four Horsemen thing. I'm well, going to stick with my guns on that. I, I don't... You can come out with You can come out with uh, the trailer that has Patrick Stewart and it, just all of them. Every last one of them. And I really don't care because it's still a horrible storyline to have not the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse be the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. It's stupid. Well, here's what Brian Singer said. Now, this comes from uh, io9.com. Uh, make of what you, what you want of it. I will say it's not simple. There's something more pivotal that occurs with that. It hints to a sequence that, again, fits within the canon of all six movies and the birth of a new direction. It's not insignificant, nor is it simply just a throw-in. Um, want to give this movie a shot. You know, it's, it still looks kind of thing. There are some things I don't like about it, but... Being devil's advocate here, now, the original Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, as they introduced, as they were introduced, uh, Pestilence and Famine were, were poor. <laughs> they were not great characters. And, of course, Archangel was death. Right. And the other one was uh, War, and War was all right. But, I mean, it, it, it wasn't a great story. The best part of it was Archangel, uh, and that's the part that everybody loves. But, I mean, right. eh. I don't know. I, 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 I'll spend. I'll go see it, and uh, make my judgments. Then it still looks like Apocalypse is a Power Ranger bad guy, but I mean, it is what it is. It's another movie that I'll add to the list that I probably won't pay to see it. But did I tell you that on my list of movies not to pay to see it, I saw a movie this week and I did not pay to see it. I'm interested. That would be Batman versus Superman. Holy oh, oh. I I got I got to see it. Blasphemy. I watched it. And what's your report? No, hey, I didn't pay to see it. Okay, there's. I'll, I'll honestly say there's parts that you're watching along, and most of the time I was going, "This is." I see where they're going with this. This is a horrible plot line. What is going on here? Then there's breaks in there in which incredible action sequences occur. 
and you cannot deny it. They are incredible action sequences. You find yourself in the middle of this scene going, go, go, Batman, do this. Oh, yeah, check that out. Yes. And then when it's over, there's dialogue again, and all of a sudden you're like, wait, what am I thinking? There, Here we are back at this horrible storyline. Where is this thing going? Oh, check that out. Superman just oh, owned that guy. You know, like you seriously go back and forth and back and forth constantly between these quite incredible action sequences to a horrible storyline. And it is regardless of the fact that I found myself enjoying the action sequences, like thoroughly enjoying them. I I enjoyed the action sequences, the interactions during the action sequences. Isn't that bad either? It's everything in between. That's horrible. And this this is coming from a guy that loved Man of Steel. I love Man of Steel, yes. Let me tell you, that that whole... It just got... Good lord, the whole destruction scene and all that. Let me tell you, there there is way as much destruction in this movie as there was that one, literally. It is all confined to one area, but good god. Doomsday takes out an entire uninhabited island... Like, he just demolishes an entire island falling from space. Like, it's ridiculous. Spoilers are, you know, sorry. But it it has just as much destruction as Here. the first one. And, and Batman is a great cause of destruction. He is... He flies around willy-nilly in the Batwing and blows shit up like crazy. Yes, it's uninhabited buildings. But he still blows them up. In my opinion, Ben Affleck is definitely the best the best part of the movie. Uh, I will give it that. I agree 100%. I cannot wait to see his Batman. If you give me an entire Batman movie with that Batman on the screen there, portrayed by him, you, you're going to have a really good movie. Like It's going to be fun. Uh, I look forward to it already. Well, here's something we're not looking forward to. Lackluster performance of Batman vs. Superman and some internal things at DC. Looks like it's affecting the DC Universe. There is a couple of movies now. There was one. The Flash, as reported earlier by Ain't It Cool News, lost its director. And then a day later, it looks like Aquaman is also losing its director, both citing creative differences. This does not bode well for Warner Brothers or DC, especially in the shadow of the Batman vs. Superman fiasco. Right. Oh, well, have you seen the article that was released yesterday? Not. Reporting that be- because of the first two firings, people walking off the, the set or whatever, uh, Zack Snyder is now directly butting heads with Warner Brothers over the Justice League movie. They're saying that sources at WB tell me that this is just one part of many that believe of what's going on behind the scenes at the DC movieverse. Zack Snyder and Jeff Guns were taken aback at critical audience reaction to Batman v Superman, I'm told. At WB, execs have found themselves at odds with Snyder over his vision for Justice League in the DC movieverse going forward. Of course, Justice League was just started shooting mere days after BVS released. 
which meant Warner Brothers couldn't take any definitive action, like removing Snyder or delaying the movie to make changes, without poisoning the box office versus BVS. The result? Lots of fights between Snyder and WB execs, and a lot of the pressure from the Burbank Snyder Burbank on Snyder, who is shooting in London. Yeah, and this this sounds like a cluster. I mean, everybody, and this is what I was going to bring up earlier. It, I guarantee you, the Warner Brothers DC offices look like a bunch of chickens with their heads cut off, with their with their tails on fire. I mean, they don't know what to do. Right. Oh, I guarantee you, you're right. And this is this um, is this, they they're. Just trying to compete. They're they're in a constant struggle to compete right now, and this summer is very pivotal because Marvel's already up on them two one. I mean, you you know, uh, Civil War is going to hit just as big as BVS, and then they have Doctor Strange. That's the icing on the cake. Um, and I mean, you're already going to smash them two to one overseas because Captain America has already released in a few areas. Even a friend of mine on Twitter who lives in Brazil, seen it, and he said it was amazing. Best thing that Marvel has done yet. Which, if you've looked at the critic review on Rotten Tomatoes, man, this movie is steamrolling anything that's going to get in its way. And I guarantee you, there'll be butts in seats on every available showing that first weekend. I totally agree. It'll be it'll be packed that opening weekend. Uh, now, looking ahead... One thing that I have info that came out this week that I'm pretty excited about was I am a huge, still am a huge Top Gear fan. And I know the BBC is doing their own Top Gear that comes out, I believe, this August with a new cast. I know the trailer for that came out maybe a week ago, two weeks ago. It looks horrible. It looks totally forced. And I, I don't know. I, I'm watching a trailer. It's not like I can talk about the chemistry. Who knows? I'm pretty open. When subjects I like, when it's a subject I like, I like. I'm open to watching new people do it. So we'll we'll see how theirs works out. But it was also announced that Clarkson, May, and Hammond will be together again. And Amazon appears to have won the rights to whatever new series they're going to do together. Amazing. It looks like it's called Drive Tribe. And this time uh, they come back with uh, Clarkson, May, and Hammond on the Amazon. Amazon seems to have won the uh, bidding for the next Clarkson, May, and Hammond series. Uh, but until that series is shot, they're doing another, what I believe to be a web series called Drive Tribe which it'll come out this fall as well. Now, I'm not sure it explains a little bit what Drive Tribe is going to be like. It says gamers have got Twitch, travelers have TripAdvisor, and then we're basically, as driving fans, we're going to have Drive Tribe. So I'm guessing it's just short video sharings of them, and this will be like small little segments that we get now while we wait on the Amazon video series to come out this fall. That sounds great. Really exciting. I, I I never watched much of Top Gear. What I did watch was really fun. Oh, uh, man. The, the there's cars a, there's I some on Netflix. You you have to check it out. It's amazing. I love I love it. I rewatch them all the time. My wife hates it. Oh, here's something that uh, is very much in our wheelhouse. It looks like the one of the biggest comics, one of the one of the biggest stories in the DC universe, is getting adapted into a straight to DVD release that is rated R. 
the killing joke the trailer came out this week this oh, was yeah. exciting and great did you watch it yes oh i watched it a couple of times it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty good i love the fact that uh you know it's it is batman and the joker it's kevin conroy and mark hamill it doesn't get more definitive for batman animated fans than those two Yes, and have you actually read this story? Yes, I have read this story, and I am aware of the nature, and it's pretty horrific. Uh, I remember reading it. I don't know if you remember this. This this is actually uh, a memory when this came out uh, that really sticks with me. Uh, Me and my brother both went and... uh, we were reading Batman comics together. The Killing Joke is the story where Barbara Gordon, the Joker, and Batman are... are... They're going round and round, right? They're they're hunting for... The, the big part is Barbara and Batman are really hunting, trying to hunt down the Joker, right? The Killing Joke is where the Joker is trying to take the ultimate revenge on Batman. He shoots Barbara Gordon, uh, causing her to be a uh, paraplegic. He kidnaps Commissioner Gordon and shows him very, I mean, very rated R stuff. There's a reason this story's going to be rated R, because they aren't pulling punches. It looks like a direct adaptation of that comic, and it is graphic. And it's one of the best Batman stories ever told. And in the end, it's kind of ambiguous what happens, and uh, I think everybody should see it and decide for themselves. I don't know how they're going to uh, resolve it but i mean when you read it it's left open so hopefully they do the same thing here oh i agree i hope it is and the fact that you used the word ambiguous it would be wrong of me not to see that as an opening to talk about an ambiguous ending to a certain movie now (laughs) we are going to start maybe a segment you know the the wall of shame uh, movies movies that everyone that claims that they're a geek, nerd, anime fan, sci-fi fan. I like how you're just throwing me under the bus already. Thank yes. you so oh, much. Oh, the bus is coming, man. Let me just tell you, this 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 bus is huge. You're I mean, we're we've seen a lot of stuff together, but but your bus on the wall of shame is quite the bus and you you will be thrown under it. You just watched Blade Runner today. That is, that is correct. Correct? I finished watching. Now, that's technically incorrect. I have seen parts of Blade Runner since the movie came out. I, I've, I've sat down a couple of times and tried to watch it. Uh, but, yeah, I, I finished the entire movie today. The theatrical cut, by the way. Okay. Let me Let me specify, since there are like 18 versions out there. So. Okay. Okay. There's some other cuts you need to see. Um you need to see uh, the the I believe it's the ultimate. It, it has the most information. Okay, so the the ten thousand dollar question of Blade Runner is is Harrison Ford a replicant? Well, before before I just state some facts about it, watching the movie, uh, it's kind of hard to distinguish because I, I know some facts about the movie. It did lead you or leave you several hints that. Uh, where she asks him if he's ever taken the test himself, if, you know, open-ended dates and that kind of thing. The movie does make you ask the question, is he a replicant? And and it does its job there well, but I was looking for it, so I I can't look at it through through new eyes, because over the years, being in, you know, this kind of culture, I have discovered things about it. A few years ago, when... It was first talked about a sequel. Ridley Scott did confirm that Decker was a replicant, so 
I mean, that that was already in my mind. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's. I don't know. I don't know now. But what if we? Well, I guess it would be totally different to say. What about the book? Well, I never read uh, do the book is of, uh, totally Dream of Electric Sheep. So I've never read any Philip oh, K. Dick. Actually, you, that's a that's. It's acquired taste. Well, I mean, even, it's all right. Yeah, seeing several movies based on Philip K. Dick work, uh, it is a hard thing to adapt. Blade Runner is probably the best of the bunch. I mean, Minority Report was an okay movie, but I've never read the book. I've never read any of the books, so I mean, I can only judge based on right. the movies. No. I've never seen A Scanner Darkly, which I've heard from several people is either love it or hate it, uh, the, and, and you, other things you like that. That, but, that should be, dude, you got to see it incredible movie but uh i believe i believe i could see the hype around blade runner i I did like it i did enjoy it good movie it's good movie now to change the subject again i thought it was funny this week in the uk uh a bunch of ps4 discs were stolen out of the truck of uncharted 4 now it's not funny that the truck uh got stolen and all the discs got but this isn't the first time this is like the fourth time in this area they've robbed a video game truck and stolen multiple copies, and then they leak them out on the internet. They said uh, back in 2006, in the same neighborhood, they stole two trucks worth of Xbox 360s, valuing $1.5 million. <laughs> yeah, this is And now unusual. they just stole an entire truck full of Uncharted 4 copies. Yes, this is an unusual thing. Uh, a couple years ago, a whole truck of, what were they, Amiibos for uh, Splatoon were stolen and uh, black marketed. That's hilarious. But we were just talking about books a minute ago, and there is a beloved book series that uh, I've never asked if you've read or not. Have you ever read Robert Jordan? I have not. I have not. I do not know who Robert Jordan is. Well, Robert Jordan wrote a book series called The Wheel of Time. Now, this is a very popular series among some people. I I actually bought a book of that for a friend of mine years ago, but I'd never actually read it. There was a pilot that aired last year that people were surprised by, and it looks like they're going to make it into a, a regular series. Do not see the network, but this was reported by io9.com. Uh, but it's kind of exciting for a lot of people. That's awesome. I like it when uh, classic series get their own get their own TV time. Uh, a lot of them really deserve it. There's a lot of little unknowns that are finally getting the cut they deserve. So you know, I mean, if this is something that sorry, I'm back. Okay, I'm reading the Wheel of Time article. I was just saying, you know, series out there that have cult followings that we don't know about that are good series. There's a lot of crap out there too. Uh, I mean, it isn't that hard for a piece of crap to have a cult following but when it's usually something on this side of sci-fi it, it has to be pretty good to get a breakthrough so it's probably pretty good um and it looks like some exciting news coming out of marvel this week wolverine and captain america hugh jackman and chris evans have both said they'd be very happy to come back to reprise their role is of course kind of the opposite of what they had been saying in the past couple of years of of leaving it behind or being their last role so and with wolverine showing up in the newest x-men apocalypse trailer uh that sounds kind of exciting it does the 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 only thing sad about this announcement 
that that I thought was sad about this announcement is that it lets you know a little bit what's going to happen in Civil War. Like a lot of people are going to go into Civil War, you know, knowing what's going to happen, whereas there would be a lot of people that wouldn't know. Well, now hold on a second because we know that Tony Stark, Iron Man himself, just signed up to be in the in the new Spider-Man movie. So, what does that right, mean? Right, right, but but I never went in Civil War knowing that didn't not thinking that Tony Stark was going to die. I'm fully going into Civil War knowing Cap's going to die. But whether I, whether it, that happens or not, I don't know, but but I guarantee you I go into that movie thinking that when I come out, Steve Rogers will be dead, not Captain America. Well, now reportedly Steve there Rogers are two funerals in, seen in the movie. Agreed. I imagine there's two scenes or two funerals. I have uh, theories on who the other one is as well, but we'll we'll do a spoiler episode or something next week. Hopefully, we're able to uh, find the time to see that, on and the, then uh, we can do a spoiler episode. On the TV side of news, next Netflix has purchased a new season of a Marvel yes. property, Punisher is coming to Netflix, and it will be John Barenthal. That is amazing. Yes, I am beyond excited. You know, just stick with stick with what works. If, if it slows it down, I, I, I want the same writers. I want the same showrunners. I want everybody in on it. If it slows down, you know, a certain season or whatever from coming out, then so be it. But from what I read, it is not going to slow down at all. That they are fully prepared for Punisher to be out, I believe it said, next February. Yes, and this like, also gives... It's going to be happening quick. And one thing I did not think about whenever this was announced, they're going to start shooting the Defenders pretty soon. They said before the end of this year, the Punisher could more is more than likely going to be in the Defenders. So it's not going to be his series before you see him again. Oh, I agree. Uh, and I cannot wait. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I, it's just, oh, Marvel's nailing it out of the ballpark so well on the TV series that I just get pumped for every one of them. Yeah, they haven't really dropped the ball yet. Uh, a couple of things have been short or hamstrung by movie stuff or anything like that, but I've enjoyed everything Marvel's put out so far. What's your next point? I'm, I'm reaching the end of my list here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the end of my rope. Save me. Uh, let's move on to some comics. Um, now, I you're not collecting any comics currently. I, I am not. I have been reading some old stuff, of course. I just purchased uh, another list of shame. I just purchased The Dark Knight, the original Frank Miller uh, book, which I am reading through now and I'll report on later. But I wanted to bring up, there is a great take on the Transformers right now. The Transformers comics are published by IDW and they have two concurrently running series right now. One is titled More Than Meets the Eye and the other is just titled Transformers, formerly Robots in Disguise. And the writing team is doing an amazing job. Uh, James Roberts, art by uh, Alex Milne and a few others that trade in and out. Uh, but if you get a chance to read more than meets the eye, and you can just pick up the number one issue on whether trade paperback or on uh, Amazon Digital or anything like that. Really great series. They do make it does get a little pol uh, politicky for me, uh, which I'm not a fan of. But they do a really great job huh. of the writing, the uh, uh, the characterization. 
they make several several characters that you know were background or maybe even toys that didn't even have a personality or appear in the old cartoon. They make it really interesting, and it, it, I do recommend it. Oh, it sounds awesome. I'll have to. I, I've been wanting to go to the local comic book stores here uh, lately, and maybe go in and start something. So that sounds uh, like a good series that I would enjoy. You know, to get back into just going in maybe once a week, picking up one series, just to see. Do one series at a time because. I say I'll do one series at a time. I know that once I get in there, if I start again, it will end up being multiple series, and I'll end up having to buy multiple books each week. Well, now you're so that's the reason I'm hesitant to start. Yeah, but I mean, your background in comics is the same as mine. You've got a lot of back issue stuff that you can pass on to your son. Uh, I was just gonna, you know, I agree. Uh, I, I have an entire tote of my father's comics that I inherited from, um, from him when uh, I started getting into comics. You know, we, we would go over to my grandmother's and back in some old storage area, he had a bunch of old boxes of comics. The problem is they're not very well taken care of, but since I've had them, they're, they're pretty taken care of. They all have hardbacks. Um, there's no great copies of any certain comics, I believe. Probably the best thing I think I would have is X-Men number four. Um, well, I have, uh, I've just recently moved all my uh, comics from storage to my house. We've redone our attic to where my son can access all the uh, old comics that I have. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping he reads a bunch of the older stuff. Some of the new things minded the way I'd like them to be, but this is one of the things I will be recommending, so... It's awesome. Now, something you're more the expert in, I have uh, a talking point on. Uh, my retro games, I played Castlevania 2 this week. Now, I played Castlevania. Uh, I went to GameStop this week and purchased a couple of games, or I thought I purchased a couple of games. I picked up Bioshock, which I talked about last week, Bioshock Infinite, and this week I was going to talk about Castlevania Lord of Shadows 2, when I went to open the game and play it, realized it was a copy of Lord of Shadows 1, which I already had. Which I did play some of, and I'd forgotten where I was at. And it was pretty fun. But I did I did finally go in so, and so change someone made out. a mistake. Yeah, someone made a big mistake. So I went in there and uh, raised hell, or just asked politely, Hey, could you check and see if you have an extra copy of one and missing a copy of another? <laughs> and they did. And I got my game, and I played some of it today, and it was it was pretty good. Uh, I wasn't sure how to feel about it, because I know the storyline. In the first game, you play as a guy who actually becomes Dracula. You don't know that till the end of the game. Spoilers. And then in this game, it picks up where you are Dracula, and you're playing as him. So I'm, I, I'm interested in seeing where it goes uh, in the same way. I always have hope for a Castlevania game, because... Number one, when I started playing Castlevania, the first Castlevania, you know, you were a guy with a whip, and that's how I thought the games would be forever. And then this game came out called uh, Symphony of the Night, where you're playing as Alucard. And I was like, what? The guy from Castlevania 3? Where's my, where's my whip? Where's my guy? Best game I've ever played. So, I have hope for different takes on Castlevania games. That's awesome. I'm not real. I don't think I've ever even played a Castlevania game. I know that's sad. I know, I know. So see, that's what I need on my wall of shame. I need to play a Castlevania game. As soon as there's one out on PS4, I'll get it. Well, or at least I'll see. You can play 
PS1 games on your PS4. You know that, right? Uh, I'll I'll wait for a PS4 copy. <laughs> not uh, I don't want to go too retro. I, I'm not I'm not good at retro games. Maybe I was good at them when they weren't retro, but trying to go back and play other games, I get too frustrated. Hey, I'm I need my smooth motion, my not janky controls. I I need all that. I've been spoiled by it, and now I expect it in every game. I'm the same way. I really can't do new games. You know I have a disdain for Halo, and uh, that kind of... First-person shooters aren't my big points, even though I am trying to uh, do something with Bioshock Infinite. It's just... It's, See, just, it's just hard for me. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not built that way. See, so we're totally opposite. Give me, give me the first person, man. I, I can, I can steamroll that. I'll figure that out. That's not hard. Let's talk about. Oh well, hold on. Do you have any game talking points? Well, what are you playing this week? Oh, I'm still on Dark Souls. Ah, Dark I'm, Souls. I'm, I, uh, I've completed four more bosses, so I believe I'm seven in now, and it is quite difficult. I, I have reached a boss that has. It's going to have to take me some time to beat it. The technique used to win a lot in this fight is to parry the enemy. And that is something, uh, a technique in the game I do not use very often. I I am not the best at parrying. I am quite horrible at parrying. And I usually just use the whole roll away and wait for an opening technique rather than going for an enemy's, dodging an enemy's attack and you know, waiting for the perfect moment to parry. I, I just, the timing's very difficult, and this boss requires a lot of parrying. You need to catch him off guard and go for the big hits, and it's not really my cup of tea. So I'm having very much difficult time with this next boss. That is exactly where I stopped playing my Castlevania two today, where the guy, where the guy, where it required you parrying a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's just a technique I I do not use. Well. What got me into the Souls games originally was Bloodborne. Now, you do not have a shield in Bloodborne. You are very fast. You are very agile. Your character can dodge almost anything. And what he can't dodge, he can get uh, items that allow him to nearly flash step wherever he wants to go. So your character in Bloodborne is very fast. In Dark Souls... You're not very fast. You're you're quicker in Dark Souls 3. They took some hints. But see, I'm a knight. I wear heavy armor. My character is not fast. He does carry a shield. And I should use that shield way more often than I do. And uh, so the parry is quite important to my character. And I'm not doing a very good job of it. That's okay. You got other things on your mind. Children and uh, uh, movies and... Uh, oh, this is true. Speaking of, here's a point about movies that we missed. Did you know that Nathan Fillion will be in the Marvel Universe once again? I know, I know. And it excites me, but it makes me sad that it's not full-fledged. Now, hold on. Nobody says it isn't, but... I, I say it isn't, but... It could be something. Now, what we're talking about is some footage leaked of somebody. Uh, somebody took camera footage of filming Guardians of the Galaxy two, 
and they caught a little spoiler whenever they did so on the there's a movie theater featuring some movie posters Nathan Fillion is on these movie posters he is playing one movie is the story of Tony Stark where he plays Tony Stark he plays an actor and that actor's name is Simon Williams now as we know Simon Williams an actor in the Marvel universe becomes Wonder Man that's right He's Wonder Man, which is pretty awesome. Yes. Now, it is unknown if Wonder Man, uh, or Simon Williams, is going to have any powers whatsoever, or he's just an actor, which I I, I would hope that they'd get a huge part for Nathan Fillion. That would be great. But uh, this looks like it's just a, a fan service. So I'm not going to get my hopes up. I will be happy if it happens. Agreed. Totally agreed. Now, you put something on here I was very excited to talk about. It says, I want a good scary movie. Why don't they make any modern monsters, original Dracula, Wolfman, Frankenstein? And that got me wanting to talk about a point, but why did you bring that up? Uh, I was just thinking, because I like a scary movie. I like a scary movie. I want a true scary movie. But my friend at work and I, we're always discussing... Scary movies. It's one of both of us really enjoy those. There's nothing that's scary anymore. And you want to do something that is scary that go back. Let, let's see. Where, where is a good Wolfman movie? When's the last time you've got a good Wolfman movie? It uh, sure as hell wasn't the Wolfman because that was a horrible movie. Uh, no, no disrespect to Benicio Del Toro, but that, that was a horrible Horrible movie. Or now we hold on, we, we hold had on. I Frankenstein. That was a horrible, horrible movie. And the last vampire movie that we had was utter crap. Being the fact that the last thing, the last Dracula movie that had any popularity was Stupid Twilight. Uh, I did want to say now that vampire that uh, werewolf movie was directed by Joe Johnson, the same guy that did The Rocketeer and the first Captain America movie, which are both great. I haven't seen The Wolfman. I'll have to defer to your opinion, but I still like Joe Johnston. I'll have to see it because I want to see what the problems in the movie were. Oh, it's boring. You'll you'll it's the problem's pretty clear. Wake wake me up when you, you send me a text when you wake up from your nap. <laughs> um I put a note on here about um here here's my thing. I've wondered for a very long time why nobody is making, or why is it so hard to make an original monster for the movies. Now, of course, all the movies we get, all the horror movies we get are based on, like, Dracula, well, vampires, like you said, werewolves, Frankenstein, Roman gods, Olympic gods, that kind of thing. Where is our next original original idea monster scariness going to come from. Now, of course, nobody's ever done a really good take of, like, H.P. Lovecraft, which I would love to see, uh, but I think that the next wave of original uh, good scary movies is going to be where somebody brings an idea to the table that's never been done before. Now, I know how hard it is to be original because anybody can sit down and try to be original and knows how hard it is. What what do you think, or what do you want to see? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't mind some originality. I'm look. I'm sick of the found footage film, the mockumentary. Holy crap, we're going to this scary place. 
I still find myself watching them. I'm not going to lie. I, I watch so much crap uh, on Netflix. I mean, I, I do. I Whether it's just put a movie on and let it go or actually sit down and watch a movie, I watch a lot of movies. On weekends, when everybody's asleep, I'll stay up that extra two hours just to watch a movie in peace and quiet. And a lot of times, I watch some really horrible B-movies just trying to find something that's entertaining. Uh, I don't mind a B-movie. There's a lot of great B-movies out there, especially B-horror films that are unknown that aren't bad, but nothing's... It's tough to come up with originality, right? You're right. But I want something that's scary. Give me anything that's scary. Like, you gotta admit, I remember I was with you the first time we went to see Paranormal Activity. That was a scary movie. Still to this day, if I am alone in the house, I am not afraid to admit, I have watched Paranormal Activity by myself two or three times, and both times it still sends shivers down my spine certain spots, and it will make you slightly paranoid around your house when you're by yourself. It's just, it is a good, it was a well-done scary movie, and... Everything is either a copy of that lately, like there's a lot of copies of that, which is basically just another take on going back a few more years to the Blair Witch Project, which is what originated all the found footage films. It, It's done. It's done. I'm tired of the kids at a weekend camp movies is overdone. That those are throwbacks to the '80s, and while you got to have respect for Michael Myers, Jason, and Freddy Krueger, it's not original. It's still a throwback film. Any group of kids going here, group of kids going here, no, nope, those are all just throwbacks. You're right, originality. It's tough to come up with originality, especially in horror, and I don't know if it's going to be done anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, the best, growing up, the best horror movies I saw, which, I mean, besides enjoying, I mean, enjoyment of a movie is one thing. The best scary movie, the one that scared you the most, are, are those original ideas, and that is, uh, like, Freddy Krueger, you know, a, a dream demon. I was scared of Gremlins, man. I was scared of Gremlins, I ain't gonna lie. Well, I Grim- was very scared of Gremlins. Gremlins is a take, I mean, Gremlins is a thing, you know, magical creatures, uh, you know, wh- where is that? Where is that stuff? Who is going to make the next idea happen? You know, like the the last good batch of scary movies were, of course, remaking of of Japanese horror, like The Ring or The Grudge. But a very good scary movie, I haven't seen in a long time. I was excited for, and I still haven't seen The Witch when it first came out. Even uh, I know there was a quote. Obviously, by now, I don't know how true the quote is that even Stephen King was quoted as saying, this is the scariest movie I've seen in years. And then uh, I read other reviews off Rotten Tomatoes that just said it is horrible. It's boring. Bring a pillow because you're going to fall asleep. So I haven't gave that a judgment yet, but that's what I get for reading reviews. Let me ask you this, related to this topic. Where Excuse do you me. stand on uh, the classic movie monsters? Mine, mine, of course, is Dracula. I've always loved Dracula as a, not as I'm not saying vampires. I'm saying the story of Dracula, which I have actually read that book. 
I like different takes of Dracula because it's he's a great character. I mean, throughout comics, like the Marvel comics, Dracula is great. The movie with Bram Stoker's Dracula. Gary Oldman. With Gary Oldman is, is one of my favorite movies of all time. And, you know, of course, Castlevania. You're sensing a theme here, but uh, what's, what's your favorite of the classic monsters? Well, I would go with Dracula because I always go with this. Hey, if you could get bit by a vampire, would you? The answer is yes. That's the answer. If somebody said, you want to be Wolfman? No way. Do I want a horrifically painful transition that occurs every month or so? No way. That's horrible. And during that, a lot of times you don't have memory or control of anything. No way. Do you want to be Frankenstein? Nope. No one wants to be a reanimated corpse that's half-witted, barely stumbles through life. No, you want to be Dracula. You have power. You're mysterious. You can control people. So what? You drink some blood. Yeah, whatever. There's always bad guys in the world you can drink blood from. But now That's we're right. missing two, some two important ones. Uh, right? Are we going to the mummy and swamp thing? Uh, the mummy, uh, the invisible man, and uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Which... Right, creature from what? Black Lagoon. Yeah, yeah, that's now, what I mean. Now, I can't lie, The Invisible Man's a close second uh, because H.G. Uh, Wells is my favorite author of all time. Oh, yeah. And uh, I love that movie. My son loves this movie. I, I got it for him this Halloween, and he watched it and loved it. He actually, we went to a comic book show last year, and he picked out a Marvel chiller, and it was the story of The Invisible Man. And boy, did he pick a diamond because it was beautiful art it was like it came off of the shelf and this thing came out in the 70s that's awesome the if you want to really show him all the original monsters in one single movie that is incredible on netflix there's the monster squad <laughs> i knew that's where you for a second there i thought you were going with van helsing and i was about to hang up on this call Oh, no. We're talking about the Monster Squad, man. Wolfman's got nards. Wolfman don't have nards. Kick him in the nards. He kicks him. Wolfman's got nards. Oh, my It's awesome. Gosh. Love that movie. Love that movie. I'm not. We're not saying it's a good movie. We're just saying it's nostalgia. <laughs> it's a good movie. You leave it alone. You hush. Oh, my God. With Monster Squad. That's right. Buy into the cheese. Buy into the cheese. Here, here's my question. Where's my remake of Fly, uh, of uh, the Last Starfighter? That's what I need in my life. Do you really want that? Oh, wow. are, are you serious? Are you are you serious? Do Do you really want that? Go back, watch that movie, look at the special effects, then ask me that question again. Yes. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. I love this movie, and I will rewatch the hell out of it. But I I'd like a new, modern, good looking The Last okay. Starfighter. I, I can take that. All right, as long as you don't change, you don't change it. Don't don't change it. I don't I don't want no modern take. I don't want a different ending. I I want you just to take it and copy it. Update the graphics. M do a remastered version. <laughs> like a me remastered copy, but Well, now I I don't mind an original idea. No, 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 no. no, no. You, source material. Now, I I can always go watch the original movie if I'm that hung up on it. 
I would like another movie in that universe. That would be fine with me. I just want to see uh, those kind of themes. The, uh, you know, some kid getting picked up because he won a high score on a video game and now he's the badass of the universe. Love that idea. I could do that. That'd be awesome. So let's that leads us to another point. What what movie from your childhood would you like to see get the, not the Ghostbusters treatment, let's not go there, but let's say the Captain America, where there was a movie made in the early 90s of Captain America, and then the new one came out and was made. What movie would you like done a proper treatment from your childhood and watch today? Mm, I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to change anything. Dude, I, I'm too true. I, I, I'm tired of the remake bus, man. Tired of it. I can't. I can't do it. Ah, uh, let me think. Something that's. I, I don't know. I, I don't want anything changed. Well, you, you've got the original movie. You could always watch it if you feel if you feel bad. But I mean, you could get a great. That, that, that's what I'm saying. My example of Captain America is what I'm using because there was a really crappy America. Well, Captain you want to go? Movie. Okay, I'll give you one that could do it. Enemy Mine. Oh, I like that. Enemy mine. Do you know zombies? Zombies. You uncle. Are, you are uncle. uncle. Zombies. You uncle. Uncle. Looking at my movie library, you know, there's a bunch of things uh, that I'm scared to say, like, of course, Akira, which is a talking point for another time. If, you, if you've never seen Akira and it's on your list of shame, please watch it. Uh, I even made my wife watch it. Now, and here, here's a good example. Uh... In in our younger days, uh, Sylvester Stallone made a horrible movie called Judge Dredd, based on a comic book property. And a few years ago, Carl Urban made a great movie based on Judge Dredd called Dredd. If you haven't seen that movie, please watch it, because it was great. It did not get great reviews, but this movie is uh, amazing, and I wish I Incredibly saw it. Incredibly underrated. Theater. Yeah, it's it's the Batman versus Superman thing. If 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 I love Batman versus Superman, this is how I'll feel about that movie. I, I should have seen this in the theater and did not. I should have seen Dread in the theater. I did not. I am glad I did not see Batman v Superman in the theater. <laughs> so I agree with you on the point that Dread is awesome, and I am glad I watched Batman v Superman for. Free. And that'll about finish up our episode. So uh, we want some contact from you. Please give us some feedback at uh, on Twitter at not so southern G's. That's not so southern G S on Twitter. Uh, at Facebook www.facebook.com backslash not so southern gentlemen, and our email address not so southern gentlemen at gmail.com. We want to hear your feedback. You give us good, give us bad. We don't care. We'll know you're for your listening. That's right. We just want to make sure that you're listening and that we're giving you good content and you're enjoying the way we're going because we need to adapt and change things for our audience, which we hope to be growing at this moment. Yeah. And for Not So Southern Gentlemen, I'm Rick. And I'm Sean. Y'all have a good week. Thank you. <laughs>